One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Hello and welcome to the Abroad in Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broad, and we're joined, as always, by top London radio DJ and certified Japanophile, Mr. Pete Donaldson. How yes. you Pete? Hello. Um, what's different about the podcast, Chris? This is weird. It's like it's 4D, weird, it? 4D podcast experience for me, because <laughs> I am back in London, ladies and gentlemen, sitting opposite... Pete Donaldson's face. It's really <laughs> weird. I've forgotten what this feels like. Uh, you're uh, separated by a bank of monitors from a top London radio DJ. He knows how all of the buttons work, or at least some of them anyway. You're enjoying a Cafe Nero coffee because you say it's the <laughs> coolest place to go. Yes. Um, and uh, you're just enjoying the fruits of London at the moment. I'm a little bit reverse culture shock because I've spent. I've been <laughs> back about five days now, mm. and uh, I've spent the last five days just sitting in a room editing videos. <laughs> so this is actually my first day to experience people and lights and wow. excitement. So I walked. Uh, I came and here tourists. through central London, and it's just really weird because. I'm in London, mm. not Japan. Is it a little bit easier to figure out what people are saying? Because obviously, you know, you, you speak Japanese, you understand what they say, but I imagine there's a little bit more labour involved with the old noggin. It is, yeah. So when I'm in Japan, right, I, I, if I listen and make an effort, I can mm. work out what people are saying. But in the mm. UK, it's just bombarding my ears with <laughs> people. I just walked down Savile Row, Ooh. where people get lots of expensive swanky suits, suit. and you just hear like... These just very posh people like, oh, sorted Barclays today for 500 million or off to go to Tenerife on the weekend for holiday. And it's just all these different accents. Mm. It's just kind of fun and exciting. And yeah. like, I don't know, I feel like I'm in a Charles Dickens novel. So it's glorious. Well, Especially you shouldn't Christmas, hang around. Right? <laughs> it's quite Christmassy. Have you seen the, um, the lights on Carnaby Street? No, not they yet. They are um, uh, Queen-themed. They are, but you know the film Bohemian Rhapsody with uh, Remy Malek yes, playing it, yeah. uh, Freddie Mercury? Um, basically, the whole of Carnaby Street is all different uh, lyrics from Queen songs. That's pretty glorious. It's pretty good, actually. You know what? Because the Carnaby lights are always sponsored. The Regent Street lights are invariably always sponsored as well. Uh, and I always think that takes a little bit out of the, the whole experience of Christmas lights. Those Christmas lights. Commercialisation of Christmas. Yeah, you know, I know they've got us pay for them somehow, but you'd think that a, a rich borough like Westminster, I pay my council tax, gosh darn it. <laughs> Get, put I... some lights up that aren't sponsored by, I don't know, Christopher Robin at Christmas or whatever. I think I'm completely desensitised to the commercialised aspects <laughs> yes. of Christmas, given that's all there is to Christmas in Asia, South Korea, <laughs> Japan, wherever. Yeah. Christmas is just one big holiday designed to make people money. There's no religious components. No. Even though I'm an atheist, it's I still like the religious aspects, coming back mm. here to the UK and feeling like so, there's something more to Christmas than gifts and presents. That said... 
Got your present right here. Oh, Chris, I forgot your present. You I was at the. I was. What? I was running around today. I had to go and do a voiceover, and then I went to the gym, and I was like, I'll go and pick up the thing. Then I'll go and get stuff from the Japanese supermarket. What we whoa, can whoa, eat whoa, later he, on, whoa, whoa, and whoa, I didn't whoa. do any of these things. You went to the gym. Look, that's not what's work. more important. You could have gone back, got me a present. Instead, what? you went and ran on a bloody treadmill. Anyway, here's what's your more present. Important? You're ungrateful. My son muscles of a... are your. It's yeah. a big oh, surprise. Yes, you you said you t- you said this on the podcast last week. Oh, so it's not that much of a big surprise. Well, we, we all know where these are going to end up. Past Chris, half of them are, compromised. The half present. of these Kit Kats, uh, these sake flavored uh, Kit Kats, are going to end up in Chris's mouth because he loves them so much. Open them now. Yes, sake Kit Kats. We had uh, the last time I had one of these. I was in a log, a spooky log cabin with you. <laughs> Um, how long did you stay in that log cabin, by like the way? An extra day or two. Did you stay for a couple of days up there? That's amazing. Too long. Too long. <laughs> we did a live stream up there. It's the first time I ever uh, in- enjoyed a-, a live stream. They well, go really quickly. <laughs> what a sight. I've just come back to London. There you are, opening a packet Tearing of Kit Kats. Sucky Kit Kats from Japan with your teeth. Yeah. And throwing them all over the studio. You muppet. Yay. Delicious. <sighs> anyway, in the- at the end of the last podcast, guys, we asked you what you want for Christmas this year. Oh, so, okay, I've got what I want for Christmas. This is... What a disgrace. Um, <laughs> so let's see what you wanted for Christmas. Matt says, Hi, Chris and Pete. I quite enjoy Japan. <laughs> I, I spent That's three, why I'm listening. Quite enjoy it. I spent three weeks there this year, but it only took one day to figure out what we need back here in Australia. What I want for Christmas, uh, what I want for Japanese Christmas, is the cyborg Japanese toilets. The bidets were great. Nothing quite mm. like a refreshing squirt to recharge the day. I'll be back soon. <laughs> Matt. Yeah. Disgusting, um, but when you good, first yes. start using those, it's something that obviously um, a lot of like documentaries will focus on because it's not something you have everywhere else. Those Doro toilets, we've spoken about them before, but um, it's weird how into getting some water squared up your bum you can get. Because I, you know, I did never thought I was the sort of person who enjoyed that sort of thing. It's just weird sitting on a toilet and having this panel of buttons next to you. All the <laughs> options, you know, you feel like you're there's flying music, a plane or something. There's like. I hope there is no There is plane. music, isn't there? Is there is, yeah, you can press like music to, so people don't know you're doing Going ablutions. The, yeah. it's, it's, there's so many options. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I can see why that would be popular. Yeah. Have you ever said, are they a thing in the UK yet? No, they're really not. Like and and I'll, so. tell you, I'll tell you for why. Um, we don't have PowerPoints in our bathrooms. We just don't have any um, plug sockets. We rarely have plug sockets for razors, really. Certainly not in the household. We're very battery-based, I think, when it comes to our um, electronic toothpicks, so toothbrushes, for now, stuff like that. the cyborg Japanese toilets will remain a dream. Exactly. And I think our, maybe our water pressure is too high and it would probably just explode <laughs> or something like that. You'd get <laughs> Exploding fired. toilet seat. There was a, um, there was, a uh, was it Team Coco? Conan O'Brien was yes. in Japan quite recently. He did a couple of uh, fairly jingoistic kind of um, classic kind of aren't Japanese people wacky kind of things. But then he did some actually some really, rented, really funny stuff. He rented a family. He rented a family. He went That's to, um, etic- to etiquette lessons and the etiquette woman was so wonderfully rude to him saying that she, he was overweight and stuff. And then they went to the Toro um, factory and basically looked at these toilets that um, were um, that squatted water up your arm. And um, yeah, it was quite interesting really oh, hearing really a spokesman. If you haven't seen them, check them out. Mm. They're all on YouTube, aren't they? Yeah, he goes mm. down Harajuku, dresses like a Harajuku girl. It's all very, it's all very standard, but all very fascinating. And he's, very, he's a funny man. He's a funny man. He is. He's the only American TV talk show host I actually quite like. Yeah, I'd go with that. Him and James Corden. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> you're not a James Corden fan. No, 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 no. I don't think, is anyone, really? If you're in America right now and you go, oh, I love James Corden. Thing is, though, he's clearly quite talented. He can act, he can sing. He can host. He's good at being happy. 
He's good at being happy. Yeah, and who wants that? Very non-English. It's not an English discipline, is it, being happy? That's why he's so popular in America. Mm. He's the only happy British person. I think I might have had his phone number at one point, because we had an interview him once. Here we but go again. Not anymore. Pete Donaldson, friend of all the celebrities. Did I ever tell you that I had Manny Pacquiao's phone number? Who? Manny Pacquiao, the boxer, the um, uh, he was like the is it welterweight? What's the not featherweight or something? He was a bo- he was a very famous boxer, and he he had a fight with who's that ginger bloke who took cocaine? <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> Either way, um, he uh, he was very famous, and he was probably the best boxer in the world at one point. And he in his division, and somebody who was working on an advert with him left his mobile phone in the back of uh, a taxi. I found it. I was like, oh, and back in the day, people didn't have, like, locks on their phone. It was like oh, iPhone 1 or 2, yeah, this yeah, was. Yeah. And I was like, I wonder who this person is. Um, and so I managed to find out who it was, send him a message. But one of the numbers was Manny Pacquiao, because this guy was, like, uh, a big advertising executive, like, director, who did an advert with Manny Pacquiao. So it was definitely Manny Pacquiao's number. So every time Manny Pacquiao had a fight, I'd give him a little text saying, uh, good luck with the punching, mate. <laughs> Never got back to me. Never got back to did me. Did I tell you the time Natsuki and I met Kenneth Branagh? No, I don't think so. He was so. down the road from here. Wow. Christmas, three years ago. <laughs> Natsuki came over, just on holiday with me, and mm. I showed him the, the whole the of Branner. the UK. And <laughs> the uh, we're, in a, we're in a shoe shop near mm. Savile Row. And, um, well, he, he want, didn't he want yeah, to buy some really expensive shoes? He wanted shoes. to buy some like, £2,000 shoes. Isn't he mad? Which is like $2,500. <laughs> unfathomable sum. <laughs> I was like, why Natsuki? And he was like, well, because this is my one time I'm ever going to be abroad. Because it was his second time to leave Japan ever. Okay, right. So he didn't, I think there was an expectation in Natsuki's mind he was never going to leave Japan again. <laughs> it was just his first and last time to go to Europe. So he wanted to splash out and get some yeah. shoes. I went to a shoe shop and... Um, <laughs> Yeah, we looked up and there's Kenneth Branagh there. It was just really surreal. It was, it was a really small shoe shop. We're talking really small. But yeah. I wish I could think of a way of... T- were they sort of like bespoke or just really, they were, no, really they're nice? They were bespoke, yeah. They measure your feet, feet. and you choose the leather and stuff. How and long does it take for them to make the shoes? Can they ship them took, over took and like stuff? like five months. Really? And Natsuki oh. got the shoes five months later. Because Natsuki's not... Um, I wouldn't say he's a formal dresser <laughs> like to have no. really nice shoes and he's only married so they're not like wedding shoes are they so I think it was part investment part I don't know I've never seen him wear them, them. To his children whenever, whenever <laughs> I speak to him I'm like are you going to wear the shoes he's like no I'm like, what, what are they for? Ashtray. He uses he, as an ashtray. <laughs> £2,000 leather shoes as an ashtray. But at oh, least we man. got to meet Kenneth Branagh. Yeah. Who was he... randomly in the shop buying his own shoes. Did he... It was me, Natsuki, <laughs> and Kenneth Branagh. Did... And I was annoyed because I was the only one who knew who he was. And Did Kenneth Branagh sort of go, these are the cheapest shoes I've bought this week. <laughs> I've bought three pairs of shoes and these are the cheapest. I wanted to turn to him and be like, I love you in that film Wild Wild West with Will Smith. <laughs> and you played the, the villain. <laughs> Oh, I don't dear. think that would have gone down Wasn't too that supposed to be Mel Gibson? I don't know. I was nine when that came out. Oh. Anyway. Never mind. What do people want for Christmas, Pete? What do people want for Christmas? Laura. Um, Laura. Where's Laura's? From Manchester. Where have I, where have I got I'll the read it out one? Then. Oh, no, I got, I, got, I, got, I got it. Laura from Manchester. <laughs> um, sorry. Uh, she ends the podcast saying, I enjoy the podcast, especially as Pete becomes more and more Pete each episode. So that's me being more unprofessional every single time. What does that mean? You... What does that mean, Laura? I don't really... How does Pete become more and more Pete? I don't know, Pete. Can I get any more Pete? Just wacky, really, isn't it? Wacky. Um, Nonsensical. I'm more drunk on these gibberish. sarky Kit Kats. Um, I was listening to your podcast on the way home from work and I started giggling in the tram uh, because Manchester have trams. Uh, when you asked what Japanese thing we wanted for Christmas, I'd like to find a hot Japanese rock band boy in my stocking. <laughs> 
Rock band boy. A rock band boy. She says stocking and then puts an S in parenthesis. And so I'm sort of thinking the top half of him is in one side of the stocking, like one stocking, and then the bottom of him is in another stocking, like an L shape. Do you so know what I mean? Sounds like it's two stockings. Like chopped up or something. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Sinister, Any chance Santa would swing that one? I tell you what, I mean, never mind J-pop. The old, uh, the old K-pop, the old uh, BTS band are all over the gaff. They uh, got in the top forty recently. They're all over the place. The Korean band, yeah, it's mad. Yeah, they got buggered in Japan, though, didn't I they? I beg your pardon. Why did they get buggered? Because in Japan? one of them was wearing a T-shirt with the Hiroshima bomb on it. <gasps> saying, wow, that's a strong. Saying, that's uh, a strong. That's... I'm not. I don't want to go down the. The whole political route of that, but no, but yeah, I can he, understand he got caught why that is. Shirt, sort of um, some sort of nationalistic South Korean right, T-shirt with okay. a Hiroshima bomb on. That's the thing, and though. that like, didn't they, go down too well in Japan. He wouldn't have chosen that himself. He would have been dressed himself. That's very much like the um, uh, Newcastle United footballer who left Newcastle United to his rivals, Sunderland Football Club, Sunderland Athletic, and um, he was seen at the FA Cup final wearing um, F the Mackhams, which is the um, slang for the football team Sunderland. So basically, he was employed by a football team. He was wearing a T-shirt slagging off his own football team, and he was fined heavily. Well, the ramifications for this guy, BTS got kicked off, I think it was Asahi Television. Right. They had a big gig lined up on <laughs> one of the biggest TV shows in Japan. They, they went, no, you're not on it now. They're too big. They're too big now, though, so I think they'd get away with it. I think they'd get away with doing whatever. It'll probably die down, but Japanese people won't forget that. No. Naughty Never. boy. Yeah. What a naughty little boy. I know, right? <laughs> hey there, Chris. There's no Aye. Pete for this one. Oh. Hey, hey there, Chris. You can call me Yolkolf or Chris. Yolkolf? Uh, Yolkolf. Is he from Skyrim or something? Yeah. <laughs> Is he? Well, let's read is on. Is he one of the dragons? So basically, the one Japanese item I'd want for Christmas is Okonomiyaki pancakes because Ooh. they're not really made or sold here in Texas and because seeing your new video has made me interested in trying it. Greetings from America. Yolkolf. I or reckon, Chris. depending I'm, on where Chris you Chris or Yolkolf. There's two options there to call him. <laughs> Can I call you Yolkolf? I'm not going to be called Yolkolf. No. Um, I'd love to send you an Okonomiyaki in a box. Says, oh, that would be disgusting. We called Okonomiyaki savory pancake coming all the way to Texas. You can Japan. you can get um in the uh, rice wine shop around the corner. Not only can you buy Japanese kendi and really bad sushi <laughs> made by like me. It looks like it, I'd made it. Oh, it, it looks like I've been in, gone in the supermarket and went. Yeah, let's just soak this rice in water and put some rice wine on the top of it and then just, uh, just put a bit of horrible salmon in there. Uh, but their food is, is quite nice. So there's loads of candy. You can buy high chews. You can buy uh, blackjack um, chewing gum and all the candies. Uh, and also you can buy um, takoyaki frozen balls. Oh. Frozen takoyaki balls, which I was going to pick up, but I forgot. But we'll do it. We'll have a tasting um, next time. Next time. Promise. All right. We'll munch on some frozen uh, takoyaki balls. Obviously, takoyaki is um, something that we enjoyed. We enjoyed okonomiyaki, okonomiyaki and takoyaki in the recent video you released. We did. On the YouTube. We did. I can't imagine there's many people who listen to the podcast who haven't already watched the videos on your channel, but if you haven't, I would do that. I, did, you know, I imagine the pollination only goes one way. Lot of abuse! I'm a lot of just, abuse on the, old, uh, on the old messages, I've noticed, I'm trying uh, Chris. to find that bloody message we got earlier on Twitter, aimed at you, Pete. Oh, I'll give I it don't think it was abusive. Uh, chap it wasn't on Twitter, abusive, but I just don't understand why they said it. <laughs> so, Pete Donaldson has been generally pretty well received on YouTube, um, on, on the Broad Japan channel. But my favourite, I get loads of people saying, I didn't know what to make of Pete, but now I quite like him. I think it's because you're a little bit odd, right. a little bit eccentric. Okay. 
most people don't know what you're saying. Mm, that's, that's fair, dude. Uh, and out and about with Alba on Twitter, <laughs> a message saying, I can't make up. I just can't up, make up my mind about Pete Donaldson. He comes across kind of like the guy you don't want to hang out with, but then he does something funny and you decide to give him another five minutes. The clock is ticking, Pete. What, dot, a, dot, dot. It's, what a threat. The clock is ticking. <laughs> Do something funny in the next five minutes. The clock is ticking. The kind of person you don't want to hang out with. I, ju- oh, I just I, I just think it's unnecessary. I think Pete's quite fun. I don't understand I enjoy how you deal with, with YouTube comments um i mean youtube comments they're lovely they're in in the main lovely but like you'll release a video chris and then someone will go why don't you release more videos and it's like you got one there to watch watch yeah. it it's 15 well, minutes bloody long if the th- i'm i'm quite i'm pretty resistant to hate comments right. i've always found ways of monetizing them by making hate married <laughs> videos but if i'm in a bad mood or sad or depressed that day and I go on YouTube and someone going, oh, you're shit, Chris, and this is there and there. It's just, it, it can push you over the edge. And I, <laughs> I, on Twitter last week, just before I flew to the UK, mm. I had someone on Twitter saying, I don't like your videos. You don't show enough Japan. It's like, what are you talking about? I'm one of the only <laughs> vloggers that actually goes out their apartment and films the fucking country. <laughs> and then I went on a little tirade. I made a video on Twitter kind of calling the person out. I'm, I'm, I'm not, you know, I wasn't that angry against them but still it's just I think people don't expect to read the comments I try and make an effort to read as many comments as I can Mm. because I feel like I feel like it's courtesy you know if someone sends you a comment or a message you want to read it it might be difficult to respond to it but you, you certainly read it so I think people forget that people, you, you do actually read it, right? Yeah. You, you, it's, it's quite easy to read 300 comments in five minutes, isn't it, really? You can sort of bash through them. I mean, you can't respond to all of them, but you can sort of like click, right. click, click a thumbs up or a thumbs down. I'd, I'd, <laughs> I'd say I, I probably read 60 to 70% of all the comments I get. Mm. And um, it's, it's, I, but for me, this is the first time I've ever been involved in <laughs> a YouTube um, page that's had more than three views. So for me, it's kind of like it's fascinating to be involved in a project where people are sort of reacting so for me it's kind of like wow like people are really invested and and, and what I would say to um, people who sort of say you haven't shown much of Japan if you look at most Japanese YouTubers they mainly just get sweets from the shop and go oh look at these sweets you don't get these where you live or they go look at this vending machine it dispenses soup and coffee but you don't have that when you and yet they get from. more views <laughs> and that's, that's the annoying thing do. that's what I've realised you know mm. with the cycle it's been uh, the views have been good, but mm. not as good as they normally are for me. Mm. And that's because I think people are a little bit wary to travel. I think people don't like travel videos as much. They'd rather just have you sit in a room and make an opinion video, mm. which is the easy route. I see. Um, Maybe you should get into that YouTube drama nonsense. Um, we're yeah. going to take a short uh, ad break, if that's all right with you, but we'll be back uh, after this. Do it. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Oh, things not up. It's see, we're in the right, we're in the same room now, uh, Chris, and I'm being very unprofessional. Are you a YouTuber? Wow, wow. Uh, we're back. That was quick. Yeah, that was like a one second advert break. Yeah, w- yeah, but the ads will get put in by somebody else. Uh, I don't put the adverts in. That was just a little bumper. Right. Clever, isn't it? Technology. <laughs> not really. We got a message from Tanya. Are you carrying on the vein of uh, people? What you guys have wanted to get for Christmas, mm. Tanya? says, hi, Chris and Pete, my name's Tanya, and I listen to your podcast every Thursday in my car on my commute to work. I live in Luxembourg. Oh, I want to go to Luxembourg. Yes, it's a country. Yes, it's small. Yes, it's boring. That was, that was Tanya, not me, who's written that. <laughs> uh, and I work for the University of Luxembourg in the industrial campus of Belleval. I've been to Japan twice, and my wish from the Japanese Santa Claus would be a Japanese convenience store in Belleval with all the delicious Japanese snacks and drinks. Sometimes I'm stuck at my office and craving a melon pan, but I can't get one, and this makes me extremely passive-aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like just aggressive to me. <laughs> Do you think you could grant my wish? I'm really modest, I know. Best wishes from Boringburg, Tanya. <laughs> get the impression Tanya doesn't like Luxembourg. No, I mean, it's quite easy to get out of Luxembourg because it is so small. Just walk, walk north. It's, walk south, east or west. I've, it's your choice. I've heard good things about it. Yeah, um, I've always wanted to go. It's one of those places like, I've been to like Geneva and like Germany and places like that. And I'm like, it's kind of stuck in the middle of everything. I was thinking how we could make this wish come true. Ooh. Now we can't get we can't convince Seven Eleven or Lawson's to start a convenience store in Luxembourg. That no. might be a little bit of a push. My friend tried to get a Pret a Manger open in Russia. Exactly, and how'd Did, that go? Didn't didn't go. There you go. Very right. well. But what we could do is we could get like a thousand dollars worth of Japanese goods, sweets, biscuits, mm. chocolates. Go to Luxembourg. Ship them to Luxembourg, set up a little stand, <gasps> a little... call it like 6-Eleven. Bang, it's like Japan, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And Tanya will love it. I'm worried about, um, and isn't is it a tax haven, Luxembourg, so we can keep all that sweet, sweet <laughs> melon pan money? <laughs> See, I here I am, be. trying to make dreams come true, and all you can think about is making money. Yeah, That's exactly what I'm trying to Look, I'm your business advisor. This is what you came here for. This is the bank. I'm giving you the loan. I'm Hartley giving you the loan. <laughs> <laughs> we have business advisors. We have solicitors. It's fine. Oh, melon boy. pans are like those bits of bread. What taste of melon, isn't it? Yeah, I don't really like. Right, them. I've just, never got it. Just get right. some Jolly Ranchers and jam it into a into a pan of raisin. Something. <laughs> and there you go. Melon pan sorted. There you go. Tanya. Make your own, Tanya. Make, make your dreams come true. Have a lovely mm. Christmas. Yeah. Have a have a bloody brilliant Christmas, everyone. Uh, Cell has got in touch, uh, Chris. 
Hi, Chris and Pete. If I were to have any Japanese Christmas present, I'd love some hot... Taiyaki. <laughs> oh, got there in the end. Uh, fresh from a street vendor. This sounds a bit sexy. Uh, that might sound the phone sound a bit uh, strange, uh, but it would mean a lot to me as it was a common uh, treat in anime that I watched a lot when I was younger. I hope you two have a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. I do hope you do end up uh, making that video with your neighbour sometime in the New Year. That would be another great Japanese present. Um, two things there. Mm, let's start with the neighbour. The neighbour's the guy who clearly has some kind of uh, obsessive compulsive disorder that uh, dictates that he must must return to his home ten minutes after he's left and slam the door yes, my, several times. My Japanese neighbour who, sma- who slams the door thirty times whenever he leaves home. What has it's not thirty, is it? Is it thirty? Yeah, That's he does. He does it ten times in sets in in three sets. Bearing in mind, <laughs> he's not working out in the corridor. He's just banging like, the door, waking <laughs> me up at seven thirty every morning. I mean, that is a disgrace. That is a genuine. Bearing in mind that is. So hard to get an Airbnb in most places in Japan. Um, they don't like foreign people because they're loud and obnoxious. That, my friends, is an ASBO waiting to happen. If you're unfamiliar with what an ASBO is, it's a antisocial behaviour order. And he is exhibiting, illness or not, antisocial behaviour and should be reprimanded. Suffice to say, I don't think he'll be in a video. <laughs> it could be quite a good video, couldn't it? Me just, like, losing my shit. Just go on, one, two, Getting up at 7am. <laughs> Putting out my iPhone, yeah. going out the front in my dressing gown, which mm. I don't have. I'm hoping Father Christmas is going to bring me a dressing gown because oh. I really want one. Going out you and being like, what are you doing in the door? What's wrong with your door? <laughs> just film it on my iPhone. Well, Crazy my shit. One of your most popular um, videos was done off the spur of the moment, just filmed with your iPhone, just going, oh, there's a big missile heading towards <laughs> where I am living. Shit. <laughs> North Korean missile last year. Yeah. A bit, I mean, a bit more dramatic, but I mean... You could, you know, if you had 10% of the uh, viewers you got for that video, for the door guy, eh, you know, you're sorted, I reckon. Uh, taiyaki, what the hell is taiyaki? Is those are fish things? Yeah, it's a fish, <gasps> it's a fish, uh, oh God, it's a fish. It's, it? it's, like, it's a, like a pastry filled with cream or yeah, is it custard. Batter? Is it like, mm, it's like, like a butter. donut, like a mashed up donut in the shape of a fish? With yes. sweet filling. I didn't like them for the first three years, and then I did like them for the <laughs> next three years. Constantly eating them to well, try and acquire really nice. You can find them... In various stores across Japan, particularly mm. festivals, you get like, right. these donut. They kind of make them in like a waffle-style machine. Yeah. They're usually filmed with red bean paste or custard. The custard ones are amazing. Mm. They're quite good. I actually recommend trying You can one. get them in uh, Chinatown. We were supposed to be going to go to a... We'll have to go to that curry place that's just opened. Coco Curry. Coco um, Ichibanya, um, which has got... It's open now, Chris. We spoke about this that. last week. I couldn't believe it. It's open. I walked past it uh, last Friday um, afternoon and it was stored out. There was um, a queue around the bro- block and it's like... Did you say... Brock. Brock. <laughs> Kelly LeBrock. I think he's turning Japanese. <laughs> um, there's a crew around the block and it was just incredible because um, it's just, it's like a fast food joint in Japan, isn't it? It's just like a it's just like a crappy little kind of curry place, isn't it? It is, yeah. But no, well, steady on. What did you Coco's jump curry, everyone loves Coco Ichibanya in Japan. Yeah, I know, but it's, most, not, like, I, it's nothing I, special, though, is it? When I ask most foreigners on Twitter what their favourite thing Oy, about Japan is... foreigners on Twitter. At least... <laughs> 8% say Coco Chibanya. In um, the curry house. And it is good. It's not like Indian curry. It's kind of got that... It's not as spicy, but it's mm. got a kind of sweet... Oh, yeah, I'm not... It. It's Actually, quite, I want lovely. it now. I'm quite hungry. I'd, <laughs> Let's I want see what time it closes. I want it. Uh, I want it. Um, that's also something that we... Have we talked about the um, Brand Appa hotels that we stayed in? On the on in, the podcast, in which aspect? Of the- well, I'm fascinated by the fact that the um, proprietor of the company, the Apple Hotel, has a wife who is. There's pictures of her all around the hotel, 
uh, and she sells her own curry sauce at the front desk. And it's so incongruous. Yeah, it's it's so strange. Thing. You sort of go at the front desk, you go into check-in, you give your passport in, and there's just curry sauce for sale because the proprietor's wife, I believe, really into making some sweet, sweet curry. I, it's The upper hotel chain is a chain that we, we used quite a lot for the cycle because mm. it's the cheapest hotel chain in Japan. If you right. want to stay somewhere cheap, upper hotel, APA. Um, it's not hotels. that cheap, is it? I've stayed in Shibuya. Well, it's, and it's, it was one of it's them. Japan, but yeah. you know how expensive places are there. But as well as having the owner's wife, who's the like, CEO manager, mm. pasted on every magazine and curry <laughs> box throughout the hotel. It's very fancily dressed. The, the owner himself, the founder, he's mm. like this uh, really nationalistic chap. And there's okay. a book called Ooh. the. Do you read the Real History of Japan book that comes in every room? No, is, it, is there like a, it's like a Gideon's Bible sort of thing, but with oh, the, the it's re- not that. oh, it's a bit extreme, is it's it? It's a bit extreme. For is example, it? I've, I've, I can't remember if we talked about this, but um, about a year ago, the Chinese Olympic Committee decided uh, they're not going to stay in the upper hotels when they. I think they're I think they're staying in Hokkaido or something. Right. right okay. I can't remember the exact story, but the Chinese mm. Olympic team was coming to Japan, possibly 2020, and they vowed not to use upper hotels because there is a book <laughs> in every single room, and it's... you can when you go in the hotel, you can pick it up. <laughs> it's just the real history of Japan. Perfectly translated into English. Yeah. Uh, not in like a crappy translation, but actually, you know, native speaker mm. translation. And it talks about history of the world from the perspective of Japan. And it's, it's very, <laughs> right, but it's, okay. it's kind of... It's, it's very nationalistic, and I imagine um, the Chinese have some problems with um, certain islands in the South China Sea, as does, uh, you know, they have, they have different ideas about what, who owns what? As do the Koreans, as do as everybody else in that well, region. Well, there's all sorts of things mm. in there. It's quite an interesting read. Mm. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's, yeah. It's quite something to read, I, isn't it? It is a little bit biased, though. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's certainly quite interesting. Well, it's certainly interesting that you would put your um, own reputation at risk and you would put your own brand at risk by um, sticking your, your toes in the... Well, I think... Strange waters well, of yeah, political it's, it's, uh, debate. It's quite interesting. Yeah, it's quite mm. interesting point, actually. Like, he has... A, in the book, it's like... I think... I, I remember reading a chapter. It was like, Pearl Harbor was the Americans' fault or something. It was the title mm. of the chapter. Right. I was like, that's a bold move, isn't it? Considering <laughs> the amount of uh, Americans that probably stay at up hotels. Mm. Um, Fascinating. Yeah, I, it was quite interesting. I think it's because most of the customers at up hotels are Japanese. So right, yeah, don't yeah. feel it was a... a <laughs> A threat to their business by doing that. <laughs> but yeah, so if you stay in up hotel, check it out. It is quite odd, but worth an interesting mm. little read. I um, talk, uh, you were talking about um, festivals uh, to buy these taiyaki um, fish things. I went to a festival. I forgot to tell you in Kanazawa, a sake festival. You lucky son of a by myself, oh. and it was really. I remember at the time going, right, I've seen the ninja houses, I've had a walk around, um, I've had a cycle around because I hadn't had enough cycling, and I went to this sake festival, it was just in this park. <laughs> and it, wasn't, it wasn't a festival, it was you just, it was just sitting <laughs> alone with a cup sake in Kanazawa <laughs> Park, wasn't it? Doing karate kicks, I made up myself, going, ah! I'm drunk! Slowly but surely getting drunk by yourself. No, there was a big sake festival, and it was sure brilliant, it was. but it was, but it was, and there was food, Pete and there was everything. But the problem was, I um, couldn't figure out for the life of me. I was going up the sake stands, I was going, can I have that kind of sake? Because there was so many different, you know, like, and you were given tokens, so you'd buy tokens and you'd use these tokens for the, for the food festival um, and the drink festival. And I, the, I didn't know where to get the glass from in the first place. So they wouldn't give me the sake until I'd bought the glass or rented the glass because you would go home with this ceremonial sake um, Kanazawa f- festival 2018 yeah. glass. But could I find the glass it took me such a long time that I only got one glass of sake in the end. Oh. 
And that's how it ended. <laughs> the incredible sake festival of Kanazawa. Yeah, damn right. So there you go. <laughs> Every day is a sake festival for Pete Donaldson. I think so. Sitting at home in the apartment. Mate, it's him. Christmas. I'm, I'm drunk all the time. Uh, <laughs> Noah Roth's got in touch, Chris. Noah Roth. From Lincoln, Nebraska. Yeah. Hey, Chris and Pete. Thank you for thank you both for continuing to put out a smashing podcast. I listen to it every Wednesday while t- while taking apart and wow, this is quite Whoa. cool. While taking apart and rebuilding private jets. Are you That's allowed cool. to do that, or are you just messing about? <laughs> is it his job, or is it just? Is that why Post Malone couldn't land last uh, month because his landing gear didn't come really down? That's cool. I recently mm. started drinking Suntory whiskies, and if I could have one Japanese thing for Christmas, it'd be a bottle of Hibiki, seventeen or thirty years old. If you've never had Hibiki, I'd highly recommend it. Keep up the good work, chaps, and have a happy Christmas. Thank you, Noah. Uh, have fun rebuilding private mm. jets and drinking your whiskey. Yes, at the same time. Hibiki is delicious. I think hibiki means ghost, does it, or echo? Maybe. Gonna, I actually need to look that up now. Well, anyway, either way, uh, I've had a hibiki twelve or a seventeen. Either way, um, it was bloody delicious. Actually, I, I'm not a big whiskey fan, uh, but it kind of sat there for the longest time. And I had a little uh, drinky drink every now and again. It was like, you know what? This is a bloody good whiskey. Uh, and I remember the first time I visited you, Chris, uh, your friend who was from America, possibly Canada, uh, he basically said that if you ever see a bottle of Hibiki 30, buy it because it's such limited edition. Get it and it'll be worth thousands of pounds. It might well be, yeah. Mm. It's quite a rare one. Mm. You can see it in like a really, really high-end Japanese uh, restaurants, but it is delicious. So I recommend it's it. times like this, I wish I... Learn to enjoy whiskey. I just can't do it. It's really now, hard. I like the smoky I was, ones. I was getting into it two years ago, mm. and then I—it's it, you have to keep kind of get drinking it to get your yeah. taste buds, yeah, like round to it. I think um, I sake like is a lot more interesting as a as a flavour because it's just a lot more delicate. Well, these sake Kit Kats are amazing. Oh, they're good, aren't they? Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. Merry Christmas. I mean, how many have you had there? Two. Two. Right, I've had one. Can I have so. more? All right, I'll eat this, this and you can the read out. Uh, the next, the next <laughs> message from Sweden. Um, all right, from Sweden. This is from Johanna. Johanna from Sweden. Uh, I've been listening to the podcast non-stop for the past couple of weeks while at work, sitting by my table, welding. There are so many people doing interesting <laughs> things while this podcast is on. Thank you for getting in touch. Careful now. Settling torches are not to be messed with. Uh, It's absolutely lovely listening to you guys, and I believe some of my co-workers now think I'm a bit insane, laughing out loud under my helmet, (laughs) waving a torch around going, (laughs) Listening to a podcast, laughing and welding I'm going to weld two co-workers together. Um, I've caught up on all the episodes. I've realised something horrible. Uh, I've caught up on the episodes. What should I do now until the next episode? I'm a newbie to the podcast world, and so far I've only found three I can stand listening to. One of them are you guys wow you either have a really high bar or very bad google skills <laughs> i don't listen to many podcasts i mm. listen to desert island discs yes that's good go for that one yeah i was on one called desert island dicks recently where right. i slag everything i basically take something to a desert island we did a desert island show once didn't we we sort of spoke about what you would take to a desert island yeah go back and listen to it guys yeah. dive back into dive back in and guys have a, have a rummage for it yeah and uh, before <laughs> and before this email gets way too long i just have to say that i've watched chris's channel almost uh, since he started and it's amazing to see how uh, much the channel has grown with viewers but also how much you have grown chris the content is always beautifully executed and it's joy every time i see a video uh pete i love your dialect don't let chris get you down 
Johanna, there's a lot in that email. Thank you very much for getting involved. And you missed the main paragraph telling what, us what paragraph? she wants for Christmas. Oh, or, yeah, or sorry. Wants, wait, is... Oh. No, it's is she. It? Johanna? She, yeah. she Johanna. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, if I could have anything for uh, from Japan for Christmas, it would not be a thing. It would be a trip to Japan. It's been my dream of mine for a long time, and now I hope there's a Japanese Santa so he can give me that. What's Japanese, Japanese Santa, Santa Claus? Is it just Santa Claus? Santa Claus. I don't know. I need to look this up. Santa Claus. The I've watched Santa Claus the movie. Santa. Yeah, just Santa man. Santa. <laughs> Santa San. That was it. Santa San. Santa San. Yes, I have heard of him before. Santa San. Did we figure out whether Hibiki was a was an echo yet? Yeah, Hibiki means to reverberate or to echo. Yes. Which is what come on happens when you're drunk on Hibiki. <laughs> Brilliant, you shout a lot. Um, so, Johanna, yeah, just get on a flight. They're, they're, actually, there are a lot of flights that change, I believe, in Sweden sometimes. You can fly to Japan cheap with Norwegian Air. Norwegian Air, yeah. Yes. So pop over to Norway, get over the fjord or the bridge or wherever it is, over to <laughs> over there. And then stereotyping and then Scandinavia. Go to Oslo, you know, get a gift. Uh, Ride a moomin. Gift across the fjord, <laughs> across Scandinavia. Gift England a, a Christmas tree, and then uh, yeah, um, have a lovely time. Have a lovely I hope time. You make, I hope you make it to Japan. Yes, Joanna. I hope. Godspeed. Uh, yes, I hope you don't crash into a uh, beautiful Christmas tree. <laughs> right, we're out of here. Let's get out of here, Chris. Thank you, guys. Do send in your more stuff to Braun Japan. <laughs> Do send in jet lagged. your comments and questions, as always, to Podcast at gmail.com. We'll be back next week Yay. in the height of Christmas. But for now, no matter where you might be listening from, out there in the big wide world, have an amazing Christmas, guys. And as always, thanks for listening. All the best. Bye. Merry Christmas and a happy new year. the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Have a catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 